Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And remember, of course, you can catch me on Drive this afternoon from 4pm alongside former God Manchester Rovers striker Darren Bent. Now, we start with breakfast where Adam Brazil and Gabriel Bonlahor caught up with Chelsea legend Gianfranco Zola ahead of the Blues game this weekend against Arsenal. Now, some big games at the weekend. We have Liverpool, Everton and Chelsea against Arsenal. Arsenal in good form, Gianfranco, beating Manchester City, of course. But Chelsea have picked up. How do you see this one? Who do you make favourites? Well, because of the, what you said before, I think the result is very uncertain. I mean, Arsenal is a great, is a very good team. It's uh, they done so well last year and the DC, uh, uh, you know, on the paper, they improved the team big match. Uh, on the other hand, uh, there is a young team that uh, hasn't started very well, but uh, is uh, speaking up. And uh, they have a lot of qualities. Uh, if they can manage, as I said, to, to make more of a team of the individual talent that they have, then it's going to be a problem for everyone. So I think it's very uncertain. The, the last two games have been, they've been encouraging, especially the last one against so Chelsea, it was a difficult match. Yeah, absolutely. And, but the, the stats tell us Chelsea have only been able to beat Arsenal once in the last seven meetings. So it's going to be tough. But Chelsea are definitely improving. I really rate uh, Maurizio Pochettino. I think he will get it right, Gianfranco. Um, maybe he gets some more money in January, perhaps, to strengthen and bring his own players in. Well, I think more than that, I would hope that uh, he's gonna he's gonna have more time, more uh, tranquility to 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 build up his team. I think it's not a matter of uh, bringing new players. I think is is in my opinion is uh, making of what uh, you got uh, more as a team. Uh, as I told you before, they're very young. They have a lot of talent, yeah. but they're very young. So they they need to meld, uh, bend. Uh, sorry. <laughs> blend together and uh, be more effective as a team. I think that would be the key for uh, for Maurizio, but, you know, he's very good in doing this. I've noticed um, watching Chelsea that um, Casado, Fernandez, and Gallagher, they're getting a good partnership now, aren't they? Understanding each other um, positions. Do you think that's going to be where the game's won, the midfield battle? Because Rice, Odegaard, Party, very good midfield as well for Arsenal. Well, Gabby, you know better than me. No, the the more you play, the more you play together, the more uh, uh, get to know your your teammates that you got next, uh, and uh, and and that uh, relationship relationship makes uh, the whole uh, midfield better. So, 
I I thought I always thought that the midfield is a is a key part in the on the pitch for either for of uh, being a good team offensively but also defensively. So I think uh, you know looking also the 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 opposition which is Arsenal they have a strong uh, players in that position. So whoever prevails in that part of the pitch I think it will have uh, an edge uh, on the game. My opinion. On now to White and Jordan, where Dan Aziz responded to recent comments from Eddie Hearn, who described the back injury which led to the postponement of the fight against Joshua Boratzi this weekend as very strange. Dan Aziz joins us live. Dan, good afternoon. I mean, obviously, you'll be heartbroken and devastated that the fight is off. What happened? Yeah, I just um, picked up an um, injury, my last hard training session. Um, and yeah, that that was it. Um, I was just not, uh, they didn't put, class me as fit to box for Saturday. So mm. that that's the fact of it. Dan, is that a reoccurring injury? Because it is quite a freak accident for something like that to happen in the in the fight week. As as we know, training, you know, you're tapering off, you're coming down. I know your body's finely tuned, so injuries can happen. But yeah. was it a, is, is it a reoccurring injury? Is it something that had happened previously? No, it's never happened. I've never had a back injury in my life. Um, so that was what was a bit strange about it. Um, to be fair, when it, when it first did happen, um, I thought it might just be a little niggle. You, you know, yourself, Spencer, when you're fighting, you'll get little niggles or whatnot, and they'll go, like, especially when you're fit and you're strong, like, mm. you know, you'll heal up quick. So I thought, worst case scenario, I'll just take painkillers or something, like, but... We went to a specialist, um, got a scan done, and yeah, it was um, worse than what I thought. Did you, did you know yourself, Dan? Look, I can't fight. I can't fight. No, no, I've 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 had injuries in the past, and bad ones, like, and still fought. So straight away, that's always ne- that's never my first thing. Oh, I can't fight. Well, I've never had an injury that that's that's that bad that I thought. No, I'm definitely not fighting. Um, I thought, like I said, I'll just maybe worst case scenario is just take some painkillers or something. But then when my movement was restricted, yeah, it was a bit alarming. Like, whoa, like, if I can't even do this, what, what, like, this is, yeah, this is quite bad. So, yeah. Right, right. right. Well, so, I mean, what do you make of what Eddie Hearn said and this idea that the fight, it was very strange, didn't he? didn't seem to subscribe to the view that you could have been injured, Dan. He didn't seem to subscribe to the view that the fight was going to be particularly interesting to people in terms of the viewing audience. I mean, you're a participant in this fight. I thought it was a great fight. I think the British public were interested in the fight. When you hear a rival promoter saying that, which is A, potentially talking about your integrity and B, talking about your value in the boxing world, what do you make of that? Exactly that. Like, do you know what, Simon? I'm all for, like, the rival promoters having a little dig here and there at themselves, but not at the expense of a fighter's integrity and, you know, his character, like... um, I work hard and I'm very passionate about the sport. Um, and for someone of his stature, like, come on, this is Eddie Hearn. He's one of the biggest promoters in the world. To put out a narrative like that out there about me is is quite distasteful. It's malicious as well and harmful. You know, whilst he's there, um, probably having a little snigger with his mates, like, you know, getting one over Ben, like, he's messing up my image. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm from a community like where a lot of things are happening you know it's bad like the youth are a bit confused and I'm trying to not only obviously go out there and achieve stuff in this sport for myself but also to like just try and be like a 
some sort of role model, like inspire the next generation that's coming up or whatnot. So it's it's deeper than him just having a little laugh and hey, yeah, look the show like and whatnot. I have it, it's it's like messing up my image, like and it makes me look like I'm not practicing what I preach, like do you know what I mean? Like I um I work too hard. I'm too passionate about the sport. Like I could have done anything else. I didn't have to box. I got a bloody degree, but I chose boxing. So um. Yeah, when 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 I heard that, I only just heard it yesterday, and that I'll be honest, I was fuming. Like um, it was very displeasing, and I, I weren't happy at all. Now the early kickoff live on Talk Sport this Saturday sees Everton travel to Liverpool for the first Merseyside derby of the season. Toffees gaffer Sean Dyche has been speaking to the media ahead of the game. You know, you know the the stories, but it doesn't. It's not the same as when you're in it. Um, the focus stays the same, you know, when the whistle blows, you're focusing on the teams, but the build-up, the feel around it, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, there's no two ways about a proper, proper derby. Um, I've played in a few and I've been around a few, but it's certainly the biggest one I know um, and I've been involved in. I've only had one experience, but I'll certainly be looking forward to the next one. Jota holds the ball up well, turns, gives it to Salah, who cracks it in from the edge of the area and puts Liverpool in front. Well, their record's very strong. They're a very good outfit, we know that. Our record needs change in there, we know that. It's been a long time with not many wins, um, but it's a tough place to go. I don't think we'll be listening to the, the, the kind of the noise around it, we're trying not to anyway, but there is a lot of noise, rightly so, big game. Um, but it's more about our focus to, to get through that and concentrate on our performances because I think generally they've been strong, uh, but we are taking on the top side. Everson have it again, Calvert-Lewin, edge of the area, rolls the challenge of Gaye and scores! A wonderful opener for Everton! We know he's an effective player, we know he's he's getting back to full fitness and sharpness, I think that's very obvious by the, the way he's playing, his stats um, support that as well, his physical stats. And really I think he's just keeping out on the pitch as many times as possible. Um, until he's totally free-flowing, because I think he's a very, very good player. Back to breakfast now. The boys were joined by England Rugby World Cup winner Will Greenwood, who previewed England's World Cup semi-final clash against South Africa tomorrow night. Before the World Cup, England were not in turmoil, but really at sixes and sevens. Here they are in the semi-final. Do you give them any chance? Uh, yes. Yeah, I do give them a bit of a chance. I, um... I think England fans will be delighted they're not playing France. I think they will honestly watch that game, the France-South Africa uh, final. And it was amazing. You felt that France were on a roll. They've been in three or four finals. They've never managed to get across the line. This uh, incredible generation of players they've got with Dupont leading the way. You you felt that having, as I said, beaten us by 50 at our place in March, psychologically they'd be all over us. But South Africa come into it a different style, much more brutal. Uh, um, and if the lads can stick their tin hats on and survive the first 20-minute onslaught, you, you start to look for little omens. The weather forecast isn't great, which might disrupt people like Libo, Karenzi and Colby, who are lethal behind the scrum. And and as everyone knows, uh, it, with the rugby climate at the moment, there's a stray yellow that gets turned into a red, an accidental head clash that's viewed as a yeah. as a red card. And before you know it, South Africa down to fourteen. I might be clutching at straws, but they are they have more twigs perhaps than logs. Um, well, it looks like um, Smith to be replaced. Uh, by Freddie Stewart is that is that all about size and because South Africa they do like to hoist the ball up don't they yeah a couple of reasons one I suspect if Marcus Smith were hearing isn't it in the 23 must mean he may have failed his secondary HIA head injury assessment so he might be 
uh, unavailable for selection. Uh, and then if you watch that that quarter final, then the first two tries, it might, yeah, the first two tries for South Africa came from huge kicks into the skies at up the left hand side that the French couldn't cope with. Uh, and Freddie Stewart, may, whilst he may have some weaknesses in other areas. Uh, you'd probably say he's in top three in the world at, at diffusing those high aerial threats. So you bring him in and hopefully immediately take away 14 points from South Africa. England head coach Steve Borthwick has been speaking to the media ahead of the huge match against the Springboks. Well, we concentrate very much upon us. It's what we've done every single week. How do we develop and how do we progress as a team? And I think that's the central thing. I think this team has progressed. Um, through each each week we've had through this tournament, we've built and we've built and we've built. And whatever situation the players have found themselves in in the game, is the, the players have found a way to get the result they want at the end of it. And we know this weekend is going to be is, is different. Every game is different. But I also know we've got a great group of players who care deeply about representing England and want to make sure they put in a, a performance they're all proud of and our supporters are proud of on Saturday night. Full time, 86 minutes played, England are through. 30-24, they have beaten Fiji. If they play like they did in the first hour against either France or South Africa next Saturday, they'll give them a game. If they played like the last 20 minutes or so, they'll get thumped. But England are in. I'm not quite sure how, though. They've beaten Fiji in the quarterfinal by 30 points to 24. I think we're all really looking forward to it. And... Um, I think our supporters are looking forward to it. The players are looking forward to it. I hear about tens of thousands of people coming across this game in Paris. It's, 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 it's brilliant. Uh, we're, we're here in Paris, the first time the England team's got here through this tournament. I think there's a special atmosphere, there's a special uh, feeling around being in Paris ahead of, the, ahead of this semi-final. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, Steve, the Welshman, who joined me and Benty on my Drive Time show, certainly does not want England to win tomorrow night. Steve's a Cardiff fan. Hello, Steve. Hi, I didn't. You all right? Do you know, do you know about the old yeah. and new Wembley? Do you know about that? Uh, yeah. 
OK, good, I'm glad we had that chat. I mean, the, millenn yeah, the, yeah, the Millennium's yeah. nice. No, but what I mean is, did yeah. they build the new Wembley while the old one was still there, or is it in exactly the same place? Uh, I don't care. I mean, there's a Welshman, you don't no, care. No, 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 fine. <laughs> fine. If you're going to be like that, Steve, <laughs> I, I don't want you to answer. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no, I don't Steve, care. I would imagine by your answer you want England to lose. Oh, come on. <laughs> what, what proper Welshman, right, does not want England to get smashed, smashed... South Africa tomorrow. Would you, honestly, would you rather us lose tomorrow or in the final? Well, here's, now there's a, that's a good question because what what all of you English people think is it'd be great for you to get there, for you to get all that great expectation, yeah, and then lose. That that would be good to see. But I'll, I'll to be honest, I'll tell you getting I'll tell you getting beat tomorrow. Um, why why do you, why do you dislike <laughs> why do you dislike us so much, Steve? I think what it is, I think somebody touched on it earlier, you are arrogant. I said that. I didn't, I, what, I, sorry. I, I, sorry, Steve, I said that. Sorry, did you did you see the Welsh squad with Gareth Bale celebrate when England got beat in the World Cup? I'm, I'm too right. Yeah, but is that not arrogance? Not. No, that's not arrogance. What that's is that? No, that's not arrogance. That's what is that? a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Oh, it's fine, OK. It's a bit of a laugh. It's having a laugh. It's having a laugh at your expense. I'll tell you what, I was telling the guy that, that, <laughs> that I was talking to at the start, Yeah. I saw I saw Will Carling years and years ago filling up his Mercedes, and I was in the petrol forecourt with him, right? And, um, and he even filled up his car standing there with a level of arrogance. It was unbelievable. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He, he, he popped his chest out. He popped his chest out. Right, and he was standing there with one hand on the pump, looking looking into the distance. Yeah. yeah. So, so Steve, just, Steve, the obvious question there: where would you where do you want him to look? Well, I don't know. Look at how much he's putting in, like everybody else does. When they wait for the click, he goes all the way to the end. He can click it. <laughs> he, he doesn't care though, does he? The money he's got doesn't matter. He said the arrogance of him filling up his petrol station. Steve, <laughs> Steve, listen to the hatred in your voice. <laughs> Uh, um, he's, he's got options, either looking into the distance or looking at Steve, yeah. the Cardiff fan. Listen, listen, listen. I, I'm a Welshman that, that lives in England, right? Yeah, so that's tough. Yeah, I live in Manchester. Why don't you move yeah, back then? But why? Yeah. Well, it's cheaper to live in England, isn't it? Uh, well, no, of course it's not. The cost of living here is a fortune. I don't need. I need. I need. To, I need to. I need to live here because I oh, work. Oh, fine. So it's all, when it suits you, Steve, it's okay, right? When it suits you, it's fine. But why are we moving off? Why are we moving off the top? <laughs> the topic is: does, Just... a, does a Welshman, does a Welshman, yeah. an Irishman, or a Scotsman want England to win tomorrow? Yeah. And that there would be very, very, very few. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one. These Andy Austin TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it into them. Thanks for listening. Good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.